Hello and welcome to the Pondering Polymath podcast. My name is Zita Porter and today we're talking about the service industry. A polymath is a person of wide-ranging knowledge or learning. With this month we're going to explore different aspects of the service industry. We're definitely not going to get to all of them because there are so many but today we're focusing on retail and country clubs with my friend Sydney. I met Sydney before the start of our freshman year at the University of South Carolina at a program called Pillars for Carolina, which is an extended orientation program. So it's very cool that she's doing something similar now, which she talks about at the beginning of the interview. But I've been friends with Sydney ever since then, and we've done a lot of different things together in college. So I'm so excited she could be on the podcast today. So I hope you guys like the episode. All right, Sydney, welcome to the podcast. So glad you could be here. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm like super excited. (laughs) Yes, I'm so excited too. And I'm excited because you have like two service industry jobs you could talk about, especially a great way to start off service industry month. But first off, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and kind of what you're up to now? Yeah, so my name is Sydney Pickett. I'm a recent graduate from the University of South Carolina, and I got my bachelor's of science in hospitality management with a concentration in club management with minors in psychology and education. Huge mouthful, but we're figuring it out. And I am currently in the process of pursuing my master's in higher education at Florida State University. Super excited to go ahead and get that started off. And I am also a grad assistant for the Austin New Student and Family Programs at FSU. So I will be the main one kind of helping out with orientation and their first year class called Chart Your Course. So definitely a huge change up in career path. So that's kind of what I'm up to now. Very exciting. And that's so similar to what we were doing in college with like pillars and everything. So that's just like a very natural progression for you. <laughs> so I love yes. that. <laughs> Amazing. And what made you initially interested in the service industry or like how did you get started in your jobs? Yeah so when I I would say like my first original job in the service industry was working at Old Navy. I just wanted a actual job. My first job ever was working at my dance studio but that one was kind of handed to me because I was a competitive dancer there. So it's like you know what I want to get an actual job. I want to see what it's like for me to like actually work with people I'm not familiar with. So I worked at Old Navy. It was a really great starter job. It was definitely a very wild experience. I can tell you that stuff was happening every single day. But when it came to going to college, I kind of wanted to do the same thing. I wanted to see how I was able to like balance my schoolwork while also having a job because I was very headset on making sure I could survive as an adult when I actually had to work for myself and be able to save myself with my own paychecks and everything. So I applied to um, be a sales associate at a local store called Barefoot Campus Outfitters. It was literally right off campus. So not too different. It was super low stakes and I absolutely loved it. And my boss was absolutely amazing because she was able to work around my school schedule. And when I was feeling overwhelmed, I was able to tell her like, hey, I'm overwhelmed. I don't think I can come into work for the next month or so. They were super flexible with my job. And with my degree, I really didn't know what I wanted to do with it at that point. I kind of just declared something just to declare it. That was a hospitality sounds fun. I really don't know what it's about, but let's just see. And then later finding out that it was more like restaurants, hotel, country club driven. I was like, okay, 
I think I could possibly do this, but I still wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do up until probably like my junior year. So then my junior year came around and something with our program is that we had to have two internships in order to graduate. So my junior year, I did an event planning internship, absolutely loved it. I did it with the university, but then my second internship, I did it with the country club. So I chose that because my concentration was in club management and with that concentration, I got a tuition reduction. So they were like, okay, well, since you declared this, you have to go work at a country club for a summer. And I was like, cool, that sounds fun. And I did it in Charlotte. I went in the country clubs up there going into my senior year. It was so much fun. That was also a very wild experience. It definitely opened my eyes to what it means to actually be in the hospitality business and work in the service industry because I worked in the food and beverage outlets mostly, but they also put me in other areas of the club to get the holistic view. So I would spend like three days out of the week in a different department. So I worked in golf. I worked in tennis. I was a chef for a week, which was super duper fun. Um, what else did I do? I worked in maintenance. I did events. I worked a lot of the weddings that happened. It was a really good holistic view of what it's like to truly be a part of the service industry. And especially on a higher scale, because these members are paying ridiculous amounts of money to be members there. So how to be able to provide that excellent customer service because they are paying for your customer service. That's kind of like a little bit of my journey. Right now, I'm really not working anything service related. I kind of thought about it because they do have a barefoot store here in Tallahassee, right where my grad school is at. And my boss said that I still have my job. So in the slight case, I want to go back there. I can, but <laughs> as of right now, I'm really not planning to. Yeah, no, that sounds so cool. I'm sure the country club job gave you such a good insight into like wanting to maybe change your career path up a little bit. Yeah, that was like my final test to be like, okay, this is my last chance to see if I want to do hospitality. And like I said, it was fun for the summer. I loved it. I wouldn't change my experience for the world. It, I learned a lot, but it did kind of tell me, I don't think I could do this for the rest of my life because the service industry is very tough on you, like physically, but also mentally and emotionally. And I was like, yeah, this was fun. I could probably do it again, maybe like in my young adulthood, but not for the rest of my life. So that's why I kind of did the career path change. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I went from law to publishing. So I, I understand the getting to see what, what the day-to-day -day looks like and then deciding you don't want to do that. So yeah, college just changes you, you know? I know it does. It really does uh, for the better, I think. So yes. Uh, yes. And can you talk to me a little bit about what the training process was like for your different jobs in the service industry? Yeah, so for both my retail jobs, super duper casual, very laid back. Depending on what company, for a bigger company like Old Navy, they do have a formalized training process that I think was over a whole entire week where they show you videos on what to do in this scenario, how to go about certain protocols and everything, kind of like the basics of the store. And then you're put on another week of just shadowing someone around. So following them around the store, helping them fold clothes, seeing how they answer the phones, yada, yada, yada. 
and then you're actually put by yourself and you work there for probably about a month and then they tell you how to use the cashier. I was only a summer employee for that old Navy little set. So they were like, there's no point of us teaching you how to use the cashier. So I only knew how to use the cashier when it came to using cards and stuff. So I can only take card, but that was really easy. They just went ahead. They're like, just watch someone do it a couple of times. Then you're probably going to do it by yourself. And that's what happened. But yeah, super duper easy for that job. But they did have more of a formalized process, which is that you have to watch these videos I'm pretty sure you had to do some sort of assessment to make sure that you knew um, everything or like you had to answer questions and then following someone around and then you were good to go. For my job at Barefoot, since this is a smaller company and more of a local type of business, that one was very, very easy to get trained. You literally just show up and you just watch people work. There, was, there really wasn't a formal process. My manager, she went over the rules she went over, she has like a manual that she kind of skimmed over with us as to like, you know, what are some of the rules, what are some things to do in certain situations, like if the cash register isn't working on you, or if you have someone shoplifting, you know, what are some basic things to do? And after that, you're kind of on your own You kind of just sit around and watch. And then the later on that you work there, you start to learn new things. So I learned how, I would say like probably about a month in, I learned how to close the store and open the store with like one person. And then once again, that was super low key. She was like, hey, so-and-so, can you teach Sydney how to close the store? I was like, cool. I guess I will learn how to do that. And then probably like two months in, I had a key to the store. So I learned how to open and close by myself. And that was like the easiest one. You really did not have to do anything too, too difficult. Now for the country club, that was a little bit more of an intensive training process. I feel like food and beverage in general, when you're working in that industry, there is a specific way and steps that you have to do in order to be successful in that job. So for that, I was in training for about two weeks. So you, once again, you learn the basics of the restaurant. How do you put in orders? Who are you talking to? So like the people that work there and you learn the menu after the second week then you start to shadow someone so following them around making sure you're taking notes on how they like check up on people will be like hey how are you and like giving them what's it called like having enough minutes pass by before you go and check up on someone before you ask them for their meal or just make sure that they're okay they want refills and then you start to do like a reverse shadow so you start to do the checking up on people, essentially serving someone, then you have your person that you were shadowing, shadowing you to make sure that you're doing everything right. Then you're on your own. They did have me complete certain tests throughout the whole entire process. So I had about like four tests that I had to complete on like, what is the order of when you're supposed to ask someone what they want to drink, what they want to eat, and you check up with them, getting their meals to them, then checking up with them less. You also had to figure out like what are some things that you have to do in your free time when um, when you're not busy. There's always something to do in a restaurant. So, you know, doing your side work and everything. And then once I passed those tests, they're like, all right, you're by yourself. And that was very scary. I think food and beverage can be very intimidating at times, especially compared to retail. Retail is a little bit more relaxed. And I feel like when you're dealing with someone's food, it's a little bit more scary that people are going to be a little more upset at you if you mess up. 
So I was very nervous about that, but it was not, it honestly really was not that bad, especially working at a country club. They know the people that work there and the people who are new. So if they know that you're new, they're typically a little bit more nicer on you. And also when you serve them more and more, they start to know you as a person. So that's what I really loved about the country club. I had my regulars. They would ask for me. They would always ask how was my schooling because I was taking summer classes during the time. They knew I was only going to be there for the summer. So they're like, when are you going back? Like, we're going to miss you so much. So it kind of brought down a little bit more of those stakes working at the country club just because they were a lot more friendly than what you would expect. So yeah, long story, but yeah. That's the, that's just what the training process was. That sounds nice that they got to know you a little bit and they were like ready to see you succeed in school and everything. That's so sweet. And do you have, I know this is probably a huge question, but <laughs> do you have any like favorite memories or standout memories, maybe crazy stories that kind of come to your mind that you can tell? <laughs> oh, there's too many. Too <laughs> I'm many. sure. I would say maybe I may be able to go job by job, but so I remember when I first started at Old Navy, we had an issue of shoplifting and there was a secret code word that you're supposed to say whenever you see a shoplifter. Obviously, I'm not going to say it because I'm going to expose the secrets of Old Navy. Right. But but we had an issue of shoplifting and this is probably like my one week in of working there, still trying to know the basics, barely even know what we're selling at the time. And they're like, hey, we we come over our little intercom suite because we have microphones on the whole entire time. And someone says, hi, I think we have a shoplifter in the baby section. And one thing about if you have a shoplifter is legally, we are not allowed to touch them or prevent them from leaving the store. That is like a liability thing. And that's with any type of retail business, you're not allowed to touch someone or to prevent them from leaving the store. So I was like, oh no, I hate that I'm working at this point because I really don't know what to do. So I'm asking my manager, I'm like, hey, do you want me to stay here thinking that like, you know, they were going to let me slide because I just started They're like, no, we need you to guard the door. I was like, oh, all right. Um, so here I am at the door. I'm like, what am I going to do? I truly don't know what to do. Then the person who was shoplifting comes around. I really just kind of stuck that that. So then she started getting frustrated on um, the person who was shoplifting and then she eventually like, threw her clothes down that she was stealing and just walked out the store. So in this situation, and I am about to let this lady walk out the store with all the stuff. Our store had literally had no discounts. We literally had no sales. Zita, you probably shopped there, you know. It was too expensive for no reason. Um, so there's always someone being like, hi, there's like a little scratch here. Can you get me 20% off? I'm like, no, ma'am. I'm so sorry. <sighs> I cannot, I cannot do that. So that was like a huge thing. At the country club, ugh, there's too, <laughs> there's way, there's way too many stories to tell. I'm trying to think of a good one. Mm-mm-mm. There was a lot of tea at the country club and everyone knew each other's business, which, and even the servers knew each other's business. And I just thought that was just so wild how it kind of felt like you were in high school, but in adult life. Mm-hmm. So there was this lady who used to come in like twice a week. So she would come in the first time of the week. She would always order a rosé with sparkling water to pour her rosé in. It was this huge deal. That was all she ordered. 
and you know she would get kind of lit off of it so she (laughs) after like the first three to five drinks she would just start spewing on her business so um then (laughs) and she would just start talking about her marital issues because her husband was also a member of the club and just started telling us about how her how it was speculated that her husband was cheating on her I'm not sure if it was ever confirmed but that was but 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 we just but we just assumed that it was confirmed so it was a huge thing amongst the staff be like whose side on you are you on oh wow so yeah she she would always talk to us about like you know everything that was going on in her life and kind of just rant about it and then she would go about her evening like at 12 o'clock at night then she would come back on Fridays with her husband and like three other couples and they were a problem table it was always like you had to send your best server over to that table because they were always asked for too much they were very high maintenance some of them were really nice some of them were not and then she would just act like nothing was happening and we would be like um miss we know what's going on oh wow I was like we know what's going on in your life but we're just gonna act like that we don't know for the sake of you and your husband but it was always it was always really really funny whenever they would show up because you'd be like oh they put it on a show for us because that is not true according to you what you said on Wednesday wow yeah we also trying to think like it was like I said it was just like more like some petty stuff at the country club there were a lot of family rivals so we had like a couple of weddings that happened back to back and it was a huge thing to it was a huge thing for the members to decide who was going to have the best wedding so everyone was trying to show up and show out spend as much money as possible for these weddings we had people try to drive over some of the greenery outside yeah wow. during one of the weddings i think they were just a little too lit off of the free alcohol that we provided yeah Mm -hmm. every every day was every day was a story every day was it was a good time (laughs) wow those sound like such crazy stories I feel like you got to see like especially with the people that work there at the country club like full-time I'm sure they have they had like all the tea (laughs) to tell you for sure like especially with the workers that were there for over a year I love talking to them about um I remember when I first started working there the guy that was training me he would just point out people who the members at the club and be like okay that's Mr. So-and-so this is their backstory look over there we have Miss So-and-so this is their backstory this is how they are it was like every, wow. every single member had just like a story because they only essentially they essentially only eat at the country club so you, you, you just really start to get to know them after a while. Yeah, that sounds so fun, though. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and do you have any customer service pet peeves? I feel like one of my biggest, especially in food and beverage, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people are not patient um, with the waiters or the waitresses or the servers in general, because there's some things that we really are that are really out of our control. And I feel like I was really never someone who, who was impatient when it came to eating because I knew, I remember before I worked at Food and Beverage Job, I'd be like, you know what, I personally can never do their job 
so I'm not going to really worry about this. And then I had to do their job. And then that made me even more worried. Like, I cannot believe some of the ways like maybe my friends were acting or like my, um, or, like, my family was acting whenever they would go out to eat. And I remember I went on a trip with some friends and we, we, went, we went out to eat during Cinco de Mayo. And our server had like so many tables. The restaurant was packed out. It was a Mexican restaurant. So of course everyone's gonna eat Mexican during Cinco de Mayo. And I remember my friends, they were complaining about how they haven't seen our server in a while. And I remember I just had to say, I was like, we have a, like this restaurant is packed. She is she essentially like waiting the whole entire inside of the restaurant. And don't worry, like she's gonna come back, but like we just have to give her that patience because maybe the food's backed up. Maybe there was a spill in the kitchen. Maybe someone fell. Maybe maybe they're making more chips and like they ran out of chips. Like you never really know. And I feel like just treating your servers as people that make mistakes. I feel like that was like one of my biggest things or like anyone in the service industry, honestly, realizing that they're just people and that they make mistakes. And I thought that was one thing at the country club. You had your great members who were understanding and who would love to talk to you. Of course, you're going to run into those members who who have money and who think that they're that, that that they're at the top and that they do not have to give the people below them the time of day. Yeah, I remember that was especially out at the pool. Maybe I don't know why, but at the pool, I ran into a lot of members that were not as kind and who kind of like treated us really badly just because we were working at the pool. So I would say like one of my biggest pet peeves is just making sure that you are patient because if you are impatient, like I'm so sorry, I really don't know what to do. Like this, I'm just doing my job. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it makes me so uncomfortable when I'm out to eat with people and they are getting impatient or they're like complaining about things in the restaurant. I'm just like, why are we doing this right now? Like, please stop. I know, I know. <laughs> and I'm always like, y'all, like, y'all just don't know especially when it's someone complained that's never worked in food and beverage I'm like y'all mm. for real do not know y'all don't know how it is on the other side yeah yeah exactly and then <laughs> my last question that I have is do you have any advice for someone who might want to work in the service industry or might want to work in like food and beverage or retail or anything like that uh, yeah I definitely have some let's see um number one know that it is a hard industry it is very tiresome on your body and also you emotionally and mentally because you are working all the time typically you're standing up all the time make sure you get some comfy shoes because you will be running around the store or restaurant 24 7 however it is very rewarding is especially if you are a people person you're constantly talking to people I, I attest to this to this day. I feel like there's nothing as close as a bond than people working in food and beverage. I remember like, I just knew those people for only three months. I was still in contact with some of the people that I work with at the country club, just because food and beverage, maybe it's, maybe it's the slight trauma that you get when, when people yell at you. Um, but it's definitely such a tight-knit crew when you work in food and beverage. And especially when you have good customers, and they're just so appreciative of you and your service. It can be very, very rewarding. So definitely make sure that you are prepared to work all the time. You don't, you typically don't have your holidays off or the weekends off. You are just working 24 seven. However, if you are a people person, then this is definitely the job for you. 
And I would say another piece of advice is that if you're thinking about working in the service industry, do it, like make sure that you do it first. Because my thing, I was really planning on sticking to retail my whole entire life when it came to getting a little side job. I was like, oh, retail is always going to be there. I'm, I'm always going to work in retail. But it is really helpful to experience all different facets of customer service. And that's why I feel like even though I didn't want my food and beverage job, having it really, really opened my eyes to what the service industry actually is like. Because all in all, you know, you may not get the most swanky job that is retail where you get to kind of chill out all day. You may get a very fast paced job. There only may be food and beverage jobs around you. You still need to learn those skills. And I feel like all those skills that I have learned have been very transferable into any job that I've had that is not food and beverage, especially the job that I'm at now, working with students and families who are going into college and people who are just asking general questions on, you know, what is this college life like and how can how can my student feel safe here, being able to articulate like how you can reassure them and once again, give them that excellent customer service just in a different way has been really beneficial in my job now, but I feel like any job that I will have in the future or just any job out there, to be honest, even if I weren't going into higher education. So yeah, it's very tiresome, but it's very rewarding and you will get a lot, a lot out of any type of job that you may have in food and beverage or retail or any type of service job. Yeah. That's great advice. Thanks so much, Sydney. I really appreciate you being here today. Yeah, no problem. This was fun. I'm so glad to see you. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. It was so great to see you too. I think across Sydney's different jobs within the service industry, she's got a really good perspective on what works for her and what doesn't work for her. And also the skills that she's been able to take into her forthcoming roles has been super cool to see as well. As I've learned throughout this episode, retail and food are very different. I did a little bit of retail in book selling, so I have a bit of experience with that, but I've not really worked in the food service industry, so it was very cool to hear about that. But that wraps up the first episode of Service Industry Month. If you made it this far, make sure to follow, subscribe, rate, review, whatever you can do. It really helps me out, and I really appreciate everyone who listens and who does any of those things. But that is it. I will see you next week for another episode. 